0: You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. Still struggling to find Fukuoka on the map. Hello, and welcome back to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. I am Hypnopotamus Rex, and joining me is Carmen Ranger. How are you doing today?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's 2021. Much yeah, it's still I'm a doing. bit crap.
0: Still waiting for our vaccines.
1: Oh, th- These last bunch of episodes are going to be dated as all hell, aren't they?
0: Yeah, this will be known <laughs> as the plague years.
1: Well, I think, yeah, I think a lot of things are going to be known as the plague years for a while.
0: And, you know, hopefully there will be a day when we'll be able to make references that people won't get, like having to stay inside for two weeks after meeting your mate for a walk.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're, we're the Spandex Power Armour podcast, not the COVID power armor podcast that
0: Oh my god, we should've we should have made like false information ones and try and sell like light bulbs that people can stick up their ass that cures COVID. We'll make a bunch of um YouTube accounts and say, quick, watch it before YouTube takes it off. We're spreading the truth.
1: Big pharma doesn't want to listen to us.
0: They don't want you to stick this light bulb up your butt. You know what? You should. You should show them.
1: <laughs> you ever noticed how Big Farmer keeps telling you not to stick light bulbs up your butt? Well,
0: why mm. is that? If there were two things I could have done different this lockdown, I would have bought a bunch of light bulbs and told people to stick them up their butts, and also bought a lot of GameStop stock.
1: Ah, yes. Has the squeeze been squoze yet?
0: Just about.
1: What a fascinating year, and it's barely the second month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing either. Oh, no. Ah, oh, well. It is what it is, we can't do anything about it. What we can do something about, though, is what we watch and what we decide to talk about. And today we're talking about Dog Engers. Or Dog Engers, there's there's probably some kind of subtle accent I'm missing there, but hey, you know.
0: Yeah, we don't really quite know the specifics of the Fukuoka dialect, do we?
1: I barely know geographically where it is. I think it's it's somewhere to the south. Y'all. Well, howdy folks. Welcome to good old Fukuoka.
0: Yeah, okay. The head cannon is now that they speak like a bunch of yokels. I will I will take that. Um uh, <laughs> they <are laughs> the Texas of Japan. That's how you can sell it for <laughs> Rex, tourism purposes.
1: Do you, do you want to know how I know you don't watch too much anime? This is a common thing they do. A sakan accent is usually what they do it with. Um Quite often, if you're subtitling something, someone from Osaka um, will talk like someone from Texas in subtitles, or even sometimes in a dub.
0: Oh, okay,
1: because that wasn't aware roughly of that. Yeah, that's their rough kind of cultural equivalent. So um, Osaka in Asumanga Dayo, she's called Osaka because she's from Osaka, and no one ever actually uses the real name properly usually. Um, but in the English dub, she's given a, uh, a, a southern accent.
0: Well, I guess that's definitely one way of doing it. Uh, so, what? Do you know what Fukuoka is, dialect wise, in dubs?
1: Well, then everybody really bring it up. Osaka is, um. Oh, damn it. You see, I love the media and stuff like that from Japan, but when it comes to actual geography and stuff like that, I'm not that great. Um. I'm looking at a map of it now. is the. It's in the southernmost island. Says so Hokkaido at the top, Tohoku, Kanto, Chubu kansai chugoku shikoku and then kyushu and then right at the top of kyushu is fukuoka oh no yeah okinawa is a chain of islands right why can't they all just be one big landmass you know like a like a civilized country
0: yeah then again we are we are doing this from the british isles
1: yeah right but those they're not part of us they just belong to us <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Northern Irish aren't going to like that Oh, the IRA are at my door Oh, the trouble's all over again It's a good thing I don't drive Otherwise I'd be rigging my car to (laughs) blow Oh man That that Uh,
0: joke was way too Culturally bound in the UK (laughs) How the hell do we still have the Falklands? Oh, now, know. this is dated even further if they've seceded to Argentina.
1: <laughs> I'd like to specify just just, just so I don't seem like a weirdo. I don't actually believe that. <laughs> I don't care.
0: Oh, we aren't sneering imperialists, but we do like to mock it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Again, why do we peak so early in these episodes? We did it last time as well.
0: Yeah, Um. I guess we can't do it about Dogenjas anymore. We've made oh, all yeah, our we, jokes we... about uh, car bombings. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, just on the subject of that, there was an episode of the original Transformers cartoon where they go to a, uh, a Middle Eastern country called Carbomia. Really? Yes.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: No. And the population sign outside of it was like 10,000 people, 50,000 camels.
0: Was this omitted from any later re- re-releases?
1: No, but Casey Kasem, one of the voice actors, did leave over it.
0: Yeah, that... <laughs>
1: I think what? he played Shaggy as well in Scooby Doo. He played uh he played Cliff Jumper, he played Teletran one, so they had to destroy the computer Teletran one to make Teletran two because obviously you can't just change a computer's voice. Huh.
0: <sighs> well one of our voice actors quit over it, but we put way too much effort into this racist stereotype country. We're keeping it.
1: So this is what this episode's about then, is it? Terrorism.
0: Yes, pretty much.
1: <laughs> Perfect. A good subject that everyone can uh, can get behind. I'm I'm going to find out where Osaka is, because this is going to really annoy me. Oh, damn it. is just going to be a city, isn't it? I'm going to be really annoyed if it is. I thought it was an island. So
0: eventually we'll get to the context, but in the meantime we're waiting for Ranger to look at the geography for damn Osaka. Damn it!
1: Damn it! Yeah, Only good news, a, I can city. tell. It's a city. I've, I've been made a fool of once again by reality not being as I thought it was.
0: Call yourself a weeaboo? You don't know I've, all the lived... cities and provinces of Japan? You yeah, can't it's... memorize them? You don't see them every time you close your eyes? Baka like... gaijin!
1: Wow, that isn't even as southern as I thought it was. Once again, my loose gra- grasp on reality has been my undoing.
0: Does that mean that the Fukuoka accent is technically even more, more... southern than Texas? Yes. Is it South American? <gasps> is it Brazil?
1: Is is this <laughs> the Brazil <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, dear me
0: Anyway, yes <clears throat> getting back on topic now. We are talking about Dogengers, a show which is based on local heroes. Now, this is a concept which is still a little new to me. To me, my only knowledge going in was like I guess like mascots. Um so Ranger, would you kindly fill me in?
1: Uh, Local heroes are basically... How's the best way to start this? Um, Local areas, obviously, will have um, kind of mascots, like you said, or spokespeople or that kind of thing, who will represent uh, either local companies or interests um, as, like, a a way to engage the public. So, uh, like, local governments uh, or organisations will have them for their particular issue for example um augerman in this is a kind of mascot or well out of universe but in universe he's like the ceo of a pharmaceutical company or something like that. i don't really go too much into it uh and so he's encouraging uh good uh yeah medication and stuff like that um they'll they'll often do charity work or raise awareness of issues, or bring more kind of attention to whatever company that they're sponsored by. It, it's a weird way of doing it. I don't altogether dislike it. It's just that we don't get much exposure to it in the West, because there's nowhere near as much of a market for it as there is for Carmen Rider.
0: Yeah, I had to, when initially watching gangers was to just get my head around, okay, so this was actual mascots actual real mascots for Fukuoka and various companies yes, in a crossover series. yes, And while it did have comedic elements, it wasn't a satire or parody, it was playing it straight. Pretty much, yeah. This is the kind of thing that does take a bit of getting used to, even while um, looking into the show, I found um, a nice review of it by uh, My Shiny Toy Robots, which did sort of voice the same sentiment, how it's hard to get your head around it as a Westerner, because it would, it's, if it were done here, it would be way too cynical. Like, how would you get a company mascot in on things without saying, well, this is obviously an ad?
1: I've, I think I've kind of had a bit of a head start with this kind of thing, because I love stuff like, um, like Tiger and Bunny, which is very much the local hero's concept taken to its logical extreme.
0: Let's say our local area managed to get in on this craze. I mean, what do you think the tourism board of Leicester would do?
1: Um, I guess, I guess you're right. There would, there would be. this this actually is an issue. I was, I've been thinking about for a while now. Actually, when it comes to superhero stuff in the West. Um, just before the new year, um, with my family, we were doing like this this long MCU marathon thing. So, oh every yes. day or every day or so, we'd watch one or two MCU movies high cinema i know um but just one thing that came you know abundantly clear to me as i was watching them is that they can't be cool for too long like, any time there is a cool moment, it's usually undercut by something. Like, um, I was watching Doctor Strange, and when he puts his cape on for the first time, he starts walking towards the camera, you think, oh, cool, this is going to be a really nice shot, it's going to be all cool and superhero-y, and then his his cape just kind of starts poking him in the face or, or, or something like that, and just kind of completely ruins the moment. Mm. I don't understand that kind of thing. So I think you're right, we have developed this weird kind of too-cool for this kind of attitude when it comes to big superhero things, and introducing something like corporate or government mascots into it will inevitably lend itself to more cynicism.
0: Actually, I... that does shine quite a light on what I was thinking when watching the show. I was like, okay, here are some amazing shots being taken 100% seriously of a mascot for a pharmaceutical company posing like a badass and making this monologue. And there are no jabs. Nothing. No snarky responses from any of the other characters. It's just playing it I straight.
1: Think, I think the big reason behind that is that these people are the ones funding this project. There's no way they're going to make it.
0: Y- yeah, I I, I think that Oga Pharmacy paid a lot of money for it because they even had uh, promos for um, little booklets to keep track of your meds and stuff at the, the end of the episode.
1: Is, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to ignore that kind of aspect of reality and just for 20 minutes while you're watching an episode live in a world where these companies and organisations genuinely do have your best interests at heart (laughs)
0: Uh, Welcome to the cyberpunk dystopia
1: (laughs) That came across as way more cynical than I was intending it to be
0: This is the problem with westerners especially because we aren't the intended audience
1: I wasn't trying to be cynical I was just trying to say that yeah sure, big companies, the bigger they get tend to be a bit dodgy but when you're watching this, you kind of... If you want to take it seriously and properly enjoy it, you kind not of have to ignore that and pretend it, it takes place in a an ideal utopian society, in which that isn't the case.
0: Where a mascot for a propane company that handles so, yeah, sales what? is trying was it to actu- help you.
1: Was it actually propane?
0: Well, they said gas, and I, well, I assume that, that includes propane and propane accessories. Therefore, in my opinion... <laughs> your Masheron is voiced by Mike Judge.
1: I'll tell you what, Tanaka ain't right. <laughs> I've had about just, just about enough of you, you buy mask. Get, get here, I'm going to kick your ass.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And it's just completely ruined it for me. It's just weird. We've got, what, three mascots for different regions in Fukuoka? And you've got two corporate mascots. And then you've got uh, the main character, Jiro Tanaka, who... Who is the protege of a corporate Ugarman's mascot? Batman, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, ah, uh, my, my, I just can't accept that as a Western. I'm like, hang on, is this got to be tongue in cheek?
1: I like it. I mean, there are some tongue in cheek bits, like um, the the director she based a bit of it on on Car Rangers, kind of in terms of tone and stuff like that.
0: Hmm. Oh, here's one thing. Apparently, this is the first um. Superior Tokusatsu thing with a female director.
1: Yep, Fumi Arakawa. She also directed Tokusatsu Gaga Gaga. Ga ga. Oh, yes, I, I think they did mention yeah. they had
0: a few people from that in.
1: Yeah. No, oh, it, that's they, good. Yeah. Well, it is good, yeah. I'm glad she's getting more work. I hope she gets some more you know, mainstream toku work because she did really good with this. Mm. And Tokusatsu ga Gaga ga is just a really, really nice series anyway. You should watch it. We should do an episode yeah, on it. Eventually, to watch. I'll, I'll you get watch into
0: it. it. So I've got a complete. An arse load of WoW first.
1: Well, no, you got to complete an arse load of Arbor Ranger first.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> hang on, I quite liked Arbor Ranger. Yeah, it's fun. The only thing that puts me off is the distinct lack of Jason David Frank.
1: It's, look, I get it. I really do. As a society, I think we both have to encourage people using our vast platform to help people get over a distinct lack of Jason David Frank in our lives. He's never coming back he's gone, you know, It's not forgotten, obviously, we we can never forget Jason David Frank, but there comes a time in everyone's life where we just have to accept that Jason David Frank just won't be your friend.
0: But no, no, he'll be back, surely. When they do another Power Rangers film, we will see him again, and he's going to get booted out of the theatre for recording his cameo.
1: Yeah, One day I'm going to do um, a full song parody of um, Dino Thunder's theme, just Seen Jason David Frank.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, Jason David Jason Frank. David
0: Frank. <laughs> Jason, Jason David, David Frank.
1: <laughs> Jason David. Jason David. I,
0: I didn't know why he was brought back for the show because it's it Power fine. Rangers.
1: It was fine. It was a better kind of anniversary series than Mega Force and Super Mega Force were.
0: Oh yes, true because it had a proper callback.
1: Yeah, actually, and it, yeah it just it followed on a bit better than just oh um zordon had a a, had a student that he left on earth and just never brought up or or used or called for help at all you know like you know the the end of of um, power rangers turbo happened and you know the the command center gets destroyed and everything yeah everything goes tits up but yeah that's we don't call go for that Oh, mega force you horrible horrible mess i can barely watch it
0: Hey, what series are Power Rangers doing next after they... I, I'm glad they eventually got around to doing the Go Busters stuff.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Dino Fury. They're doing uh, Rue Soldier next. Oh, yes.
0: I was really hoping for Q-Ranger, though.
1: Oh, we're never going to get Power Rangers pelvic thrusts.
0: But <laughs> that horribly misleading photo of our lord and saviour, Jason David Frank.
1: Yeah, what was the story behind that?
0: We need to know.
1: What are you trying to tell us, Frank? Anyway, we're massively your secrets to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're massively off topic now. Yeah. I don't even okay, know where we left off. Okay. We've got to make
0: a plan. No more in jokes. There's going to be no more Jason David Frank, no more Billy Harrington, no, no more Ted no, Kaczynski. No, no,
1: no, no. We're doing Billy Harrington jokes. We're doing <laughs> Billy Harrington jokes. I will find a way to insert him in here.
0: You you have till the end of this recording to make one Gachimuchi reference that doesn't make me groan.
1: I will try. Oh, man. So, yeah, um, our, our horrible Western degenerate society has programmed us to see horrible evil in what's meant to be good. And so it's sometimes a bit hard for a guyjin like us to watch Doug Enges and properly appreciate and like it.
0: That was the main filter for me because I'm used to, okay, it's, it's just a mini series with superhero stuff. But it is the fact that it's actual mascots being brought in for this. That was the main part of me that was just like, what am I looking at here? I had to kind of... Well, it took a long time for my brain to settle into, okay, this is how it is.
1: Like I said, I don't think I had too much of a learning curve because I've liked stuff that kind of deals with this kind of thing to a lesser extent. Like, um, uh, My Hero Academia does something kind of similar with kind of state-sponsored superheroes.
0: Mm. Oh, actually, you mentioned Tiger and Bunny. I thought that was kind of tongue-in-cheek, though.
1: Yes, well, not so much. I mean, there's tongue-in-cheek elements to it, but the the corporate sponsor nature of it is to explain how superheroes can function as a sustainable part of society. Mm. Superheroes will naturally cause natural not natural disasters, collateral damage when they're doing their superheroing, and these individuals can't be held it can't feasibly be held <clears throat> responsible for footing the bill for all these things. So they get corporate sponsors to foot the bills for the damages. In return, the superheroes ah. wear their logos. And to get maximum exposure, a reality TV show has been made around them to get them more exposure. And that's how that kind of evolves.
0: I really, really dig the concept of Tiger and Bunny. We will eventually do an episode on it.
1: Oh, how how, how convenient. Tiger and Bunny is being put on Netflix soon. You've got no excuse now. No! I can't be lazy anymore. Finally. Oh, there's also a second series coming out maybe next year. So that, that'll Ooh. be fun. Yeah, right. I love Tiger and Bunny. I just, mini mini Ranger review because I keep doing these now. Uh, Tiger, <laughs> Tiger and Bunny is super good. Everyone should watch it. It's coming on Netflix, at least UK Netflix. So if you're in the UK, most of our viewers aren't. Most of our viewers are in San Francisco, I think, bizarrely, and some are in Belgium. So um, hi, if you're in Belgium. How are you doing? Yeah, me too. Uh, so, yeah, uh, watch watch Tiger and Bunny, if you can. If you can't, that's no excuse. Anyway, back to Dogenges.
0: <laughs> the name of the show itself comes from uh, the term Dogen in the uh, Fukuoka dialect meaning y'all. So it's more like y'all rangers.
1: I prefer Dogenges. Well, howdy there, Dogen! <laughs> well, I must say we don't take kindly to folks like you around here.
0: All according to Keikaku.
1: Yeah, that was... um. Until I found out why it was called Dog Engers, I was just like, um none of them are dog themed. So yeah no, I'm glad I, I uh, learned that. It's there are a lot of things in this that I feel kinda of went over my head. Mm. I feel like if I actually lived in Fukuoka or had been to Fukuoka or had any connection to Fukuoka at all, I would probably appreciate a lot more aspects of this than normal yeah, than I do normally now. It's like, there's, there's probably bits there like, Oh, it's the um the the such-and-such shopping district that's super famous and they do this and that there and it was uh, ground was broken by such-and-such such a person who's got a rich cultural history and all the locals love it and yeah it's just oh okay um cool fight scene happening yeah that's all my brains telling me yeah
0: yeah we weren't the intended audience, so we are coming in as outsiders. There's only so much that an understanding of local heroes can bring, especially when we aren't anything close to being locals. A lot of the context can be lost on us.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm... you know, more than happy to watch it and... you can pick some stuff up from context clues and stuff like that, but so much of the stuff isn't kind of explained for Foreigners or even people outside of it. I, honestly, I thought when I started watching this, it was going to be some kind of tourism thing. But they don't explain enough of it for it to be a, a, a tourism thing for people like from other places of Japan. For example, the uh, the gold seal they um, they keep bringing up. That's a real thing, and I figured it must have been a real thing. But they don't explain anything about it. It's the king of nar gold seal. Um, obviously, in real life, it doesn't give you. Heightened powers or anything like that, but it's uh does yeah it's classified as a national treasure, so it makes sense for it to be mm. uh, kind of MacGuffin in this series. But they don't explain too much of that, and I mean maybe that's just common knowledge. Maybe it's like uh like the crown jewels here, like everyone is aware of it. I don't know.
0: Mm. It was the lack of overt promotion that made me think. Yes. Hang on, is this just based on local heroes, more of a parody? That's the thing, it just made me feel like what are we looking at? What is the purpose of this series? Like, okay, if it's using real local heroes, is it a promotional thing for the region?
1: It's just like a, um, like an Avengers-style crossover of all the local heroes. Mm. It's a really nice idea. I love that idea. I can't help but just... I Especially mean, when
0: done... it's done so professionally.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I might seem a bit more negative than I actually am in this. I just want to... Clarify that I actually really, really enjoyed this series. I am just trying to be as kind of balanced as I can because I'm going to be gushing later on. I just wanted to say that, you know, there's probably a lot of this stuff that goes over my head when I'm watching this. You know, I had to look up what the gold seal is all about, you know? I was very disappointed to find out that it didn't grant superpowers.
0: We've got to go there ourselves and, I don't know, lick it or something.
1: True, yeah. Uh, That's always a good idea. I mean, gold doesn't. get corrupted or anything like that so it wouldn't harm it might even make it more valuable
0: might not be that great during the uh <laughs> pandemic though ah great everyone in fukuoka caught it because caught some uh, english guy licked it everyone else <laughs> licked it i don't know <laughs> the licking stone
1: it's like oh it's like
0: um the blarney stone in ireland if you kiss it you get the gift of eloquence
1: that doesn't explain ireland if they had such a stone mm. they wouldn't talk like the irish Man, what is it with me today in the anti-Irish sentiments? I, I'm, wow, not like, okay. I'm not like this. Wow. Okay, you've got like to be careful this. when starting I'm your not car, there, not like buddy. This. It's just the, the, the jokes are just there.
0: Well, if we're gonna rail on a nation that um, is known for inebriation, we should get a few shots in at Australia.
1: Yeah, I've been watching Mad Max lately.
0: Oh yes. I watched uh, Thunderdome. I, the other night. I mean, it has some amazing bangers like Beyond Thunderdome. Isn't that the best film in the series?
1: So Dogenges is pretty good. <laughs> I do, my, one of my best friends is half Irish. I don't have any... <laughs> no more Irish jokes. It's not good when no, English no. person says them. Um, so yeah, I would have thought that this is a tourism thing, but it's just not. I appreciate that, because they focus... There's no bits where they're going, Oh, look at this Tanaka, we're in Fukuoka. And this is the famous Fukuoka stone of Fukuoka. Um, it, it came to Fukuoka in the great Fukuoka. Um, s- <laughs> s- mm, s- mm, Fukuoka. You see what I you see? What I mean? Like, there's there's no bit where I, it was perfectly set up for it as well. Yeah. You know, um, Tanaka is new. Like he's just moved back to the to uh, to the area. They're not going around showing him all the sights or anything like that. Which is good. It's what I was expecting, and I'm glad they didn't do it.
0: Hmm. Actually, this relates to one scene, I mean, after we introduce the characters and everything discuss them, but um, where they take um, Idol on sort of like a bunch of dates around Fukuoka. He right. thought, okay, are they going to have landmarks or something? No, it no. focuses on the characters doing stuff. So it is very far from a promo.
1: So from what I can tell, this is just by Fukuoka's fourth... Fukuwokans is is that what they would be called?
0: Let's say yes for the sake of clarity.
1: Fukawoshians. Damn it, there isn't actually information on that. Usually, there's a um. That's gonna bug me until I figure it out. Damn it. I'll just get to go for Fukuokans.
0: Yeah, that rolls off the tongue well enough.
1: Yeah. The priority was storytelling, I guess, and good for them. Speaking of uh, story, the uh the plot is pretty pretty simple. You can split it up into two halves. Um, It starts off with our kind of bland protagonist arriving in Fukuoka for the first time in years to see his friend.
0: And this character is distinctly bland. They give him a very, very normal Japanese name.
1: Yeah, he's not called uh, Yuki... uh, Damn it, I'm trying to think of the best uh, Mary Sue name I can now. Yuki Hikari. There we go. That sounds horrible. He's called <laughs> <laughs> Tanaka is like the the most common family name in Japan. Ah, it?
0: like Smith.
1: Yes. So he, he Then again he turns... if
0: someone did come up to you and say their name was John Smith, you'd be a little doubtful.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. Hello, I'm John Smith. Nice to meet you. I'm a real man. Uh, Jiro Tanaka he's he's come back to the area. He's going to meet his, his old childhood friend who he's not seen in like what, 17 years. Um, yeah, and you know the local bad lads have now taken over while uh, the, the heroes were on a date or, or like something on an island off. The oh, coast. it
0: was a um, terrace house parody.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so they 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 come back to the mainland and find out that the world that sorry not the world I'm, I'm still in the zone of normal superhero shows Fukuoka has been taken over by Secret Society of Darkness, Inc. Which is a real company, apparently. So that's the thing. At least they're honest.
0: I mean, yeah, I'd I'd join that.
1: It's led by someone called Yabai Kamen. I've got no idea what Yabai means. You
0: fool! How dare you go into this podcast blind? Uh, (laughs) Baka.
1: Fine. We'll, we'll pause it here. I'm gonna go and um, you know buy a couple of Genki textbooks, and I'm gonna learn Japanese, and then we can finish off the recording.
0: Hang on, I'm just putting down my uh, sated bank now? details to get a Rosetta Stone subscription. <laughs> we'll figure this out. You you guys wait here for a few hours.
1: There we go. <laughs> your your is an adjective denoting that something is bad or dangerous.
0: Ah, so in this case, bad evil mask.
1: Its original connotations were that the speaker felt he or she was in imminent danger or was about to be inconvenienced. That sounds a bit more like it. Oh, oh no, yes, because
0: he ends up being the result of a lot of uh, slapstick.
1: Oh, no, it's it's mild inconvenience, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I'd, be, I'd hate him more than one who tears down houses. It's minor annoyance mask. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He he and his, his, his crew have taken over and turned all of Fukuoka into the the rough part of town, and it just nothing ever kind of descends after that. Like the no one's standard of living goes down. Everything's just normal apparently. Um, the he, he defeats all the heroes once he's taken over and they return back to the mainland. Um, our main protagonist is given a new set of powers by Ogre Man, who's the resident powerhouse who leaves because he could s- solve the plot immediately if he didn't uh, and, and so he's tasked for the first half of the series to unite the scattered uh superheroes and kind of form a team to you know solve this whole fukuoka being taken over by an evil organization issue and i'm really surprised that, that wasn't the whole series mm. like a lesser sort a lesser story would have stretched that out to be the whole thing so we get some good um kind of character focus episodes for the first half uh, the first um the first two episodes are just kind of establishing context then uh man gets his episode uh and it just kind of kind of goes on from there each hero kind of gets a focus and kind of learn a message or a or a moral from from whatever the conflict of that episode was uh, it, it's all pretty much the same like it's learn Learn to recognize your weaknesses. Um, okay,
0: this is where I seriously derail this. Yeah, it is like, recognize your weaknesses, appearances don't matter. Now I'm thinking, what's the audience for this? Is this like for all the people, or is this for kids?
1: Uh, in theory... Who is the show for? On paper, kids, but I think broadly, tokusatsu fans.
0: Because this... even... Oh man... even a kiba Ranger... Was pretty tongue-in-cheek in comparison to this, but that being said, the protagonist isn't like a massive fan of all of the heroes. It's just like, oh yeah, they're a thing.
1: Well, Keeper Ranger is an act ad- now parody. Local heroes are meant to be for kids, but there's no rule saying that adults can't be into it. Lots of adults clearly are into them. Ah, uh, okay. So it's just one of those things where it's specifically yeah for kids because the um the bits at the end of each episode where they ex- where they uh, promote the kind of medication logbook thing is is for kids. Yeah? It's like, oh, t- if you're taking medication, this will help you keep track of it. You can also keep track of your parents and your grandparents' medications.
0: And your neighbours, and you can I swap pitch them. on
1: them if they ever talk bad about the state. <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, it's pretty... Pretty basic morals we learn in these episodes, like uh, El Brave learns that it's okay to be a manlet,
0: <laughs> which is completely impossible in our society. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is just no. I'm I'm not gonna say anything else. It's just gonna turn to a bunch of four chan memes.
1: Uh, Fukuoka Calibur learns that appearances don't matter But then, this is the most useless one Because he never needed to learn that in the first place The only reason he changed his costume Was that it was worn out
0: And even then he very quickly just realised Oh hang on, I quite like the old one This has given me some nostalgia
1: it didn't, it didn't even quickly turn out it, it was immediate, it was like, yeah this is pretty fun I remember this, I, was, I wore there this was, for like yeah. 8 years There was no there was weakness no to overcome If anything, Foucault the Calibre enemy helped him fine. To appreciate it better he is a normal, well-adjusted human being, apparently, who doesn't have any weird hang-ups. <laughs> Wait, hang on, that's yeah. not normal. <laughs> What's wrong with him? I can't relate to this.
0: <laughs> we need flawed heroes, dammit. I want a local hero with a smack addiction. Let's get edgy <laughs> with it.
1: So in the second half, once all the lads are united, then it becomes a little less uh, focused, and they're just kind of generally... Waiting for the plot to resolve itself, basically. Unfortunately, the uh, the villains learn where they live, and you know a couple of attempts are made on them. There, um, the 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 bad guys are kind of being worn down because each villain they they kill not kill, damn it! This isn't a normal Tokyo. They just uh, mildly inconvenienced or yabayed, as I'm going to now call it. You can see I'm I'm English. I'm butchering foreign words and turning them into something new.
0: My son, you're nearly a true weeb.
1: (laughs) Damn, you already made a cake, Jack. I completely lost my train of thought there. So, yeah, no, the second half is nowhere near as laser focused as the first because there's nothing, there isn't such a pressing kind of thing. They have, in one episode, they try and make a plan for what to do and they don't really follow it so much. They just know that, oh, yeah, we keep beating them, then their power is going to decrease. Uh, I guess. The
0: overarching plot isn't important in this, in this show.
1: Not true, it's not really plot-driven, it's character-driven. And heavily. Yeah.
0: With great, interesting characters.
1: Yeah, the characters are all really fun. Um, so just to quickly uh, wrap up the plot synopsis, uh, all the heroes are united, uh, they all beat um, the evil bad guys. That's uh, all you need to know. <laughs> that's that's literally it. Um, yeah, uh, the, the one kind of Big consistent through line is um, Jiro Tanaka's learning to uh, be more assertive And to kind of say what, what he wants to say Rather than kind of just wanting to and not saying it
0: Ah yes, what is it with um, childhood friends in these kind of shows And I just do it turning know. into some romantic relationship I later on
1: do it's... not know, I really don't like it
0: Yeah, I mean what we met in high school, according to this law um, we should be married by now, my dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we would have been, but no, you had to just <sighs> <laughs> We wouldn't we promise we wouldn't talk about this stuff on air and you, you bring it up.
0: No, it's going on the podcast. We need to air our dirty laundry. <laughs> we're
1: not we're not we're not proper YouTubers. We're on SoundCloud as well and Spotify followers uh on on those if you're not already, by the way. A uh, little, little wink wink, nudge nudge there. Uh, we're not going to have a, 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 a thumbnail on this of us crying in our rented mansion with the subtitle, We Broke Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate those people so much. You
0: just keep on punching.
1: Parasites on society. Well, how am I going to punch down? Look at me.
0: Mm. But yeah, the plot is uh, fairly straightforward for Dog Engers. You don't watch it for the plots. I was just like, this is standard by the numbers Takuhiro plot, especially when it's a 12 episode series. You're there for the character stories. You're there for the fun of it, especially if you know of these characters beforehand. You want to see them doing. En- uh, I'm messing up my English language today. You want to see them performing antics. It's like Kita Kuman, like my favorite one of the heroes. He doesn't fight. He just take pictures. Of, he just takes pictures of stuff on his wow, phone. Wow, the
1: strokes kicking in, isn't it?
0: Yeah, the strokes kicking in. He he buys bubble tea just to take a selfie with it.
1: See, so yeah, we're we're talking about characters now. Uh, screw the plot. Uh, one little one little addition there is that twelve episodes is all it's needed, and twelve episodes is all it got. Thank goodness. Any more and it yeah. would have started to over- overstay its welcome. The rumours it's got a
0: second series coming though.
1: Yeah boy. Hopefully they shake it up and don't just do the same thing again though. Yeah, that's Ooh, it. what if they that's brought it. in more? Either no, yeah, we did see at least one more in the. Maybe Q to Q man metal will get more of a focus. Either way, we're talking about characters now. Uh, you started talking about Kita Q-Man, so I guess we're starting with him. Uh, Kita Q-Man is kind of why I got into this. I think it's why a lot of people did. He seems to be everyone's favorite. And as a result, my first instinct is to be a massive hipster. And just... say No, Fukuo Calibre is the best character, actually. Mm. <laughs> but I can't, I can't be that big of a douche. Keita Q-Man is the most entertaining. And that is almost certainly by design. Actually, um, before we did the podcast, before we started recording this, I followed him on uh, on our official Twitter. Wow,
0: well, I've seen a couple of the tweets. I think it's really good for that promotion side of things. How they've got um, the mascots staying in character and posting stuff that doesn't feel like you're directly being advertised to.
1: Yeah, it's just neat. I just think it's neat. It, yeah,
0: just kind of make me want to visit Kitakyushu.
1: Yeah, I mean, hell, if I ever get it up and get a... Yeah, yeah, it, it, damn it! They've they've got us.
0: They've got into our heads, man.
1: Akita Q man is um, the first hero that uh, Jiro kind of teams up with, and he's introduced to us as being uh, that's the best way of putting it. He he does he's, he's, he is he rarely ever fights throughout the series, and his excuse is that his suit is too stiff, or that he, and he doesn't want to scuff it up and stuff like that. Um, in in his in the second episode, he gets his younger brother to tag <laughs> in and f- finish the fight yes. for him. He's more interested in like taking pictures through his social media and it's 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 he's a really fun character. But at the end of the episode we learn oh he can he still helps people in his own way. I mean I guess. He's basically a less insufferable influencer, if such a thing was possible.
0: Hmm. I think the West could learn from this style of influencing.
1: Absolutely. I oh man, the place I work at when it's open, we get influencers in occasionally and I on principle refuse to serve them. Because I cannot tolerate that kind of person. Because they always expect to get things for free. I will never serve them. And I'm never asked to because everyone knows how I feel about them. <laughs> <laughs> is wow. that weird of me? It I, it, it, just offends me. On principle.
0: Yeah, the entitlement is real.
1: Anyway, regardless, Q uh, 2 q man is really fun. And he, he's the... So it's not a perfect um, comparison, but... Uh, I was kind of reminded a few times of Bender watching Ketakue Man. Not that Ketakue Man is a horrible alcoholic, but it's that he's the team's selfish one who secretly deep down has his heart of gold about him. I Maybe. see what
0: you mean. It's not a direct comparison, no, but no, it is that all. kind of... It's everyone's it's favorite likable mascot.
1: Yeah, is everyone, Yeah, is it, it's a team douchebag that secretly people like. Mm. He's just fun. He's, he's the most fun one of the lot. But the others are all really fun as It's it's not like a, by a wide margin. They're all pretty likable. Uh, the main character, Jiro Tanaka, starts off incredibly milk toast, and I really did not like him to begin with because I have I really don't like these kind of passive soft boy protagonists. Um, but thankfully, as things went on, his whole character arc was about him becoming a bit more uh, assertive and. You know, obviously he's not as boisterous and loud as the others, but he's still able to take charge in situations and stuff like that, you know. He starts off not knowing what the hell to do at the foot fir- in yeah, the start of the series, by the end of it he's turned into a fully realised superhero who offers to, you know, take care of fights, uh, in place of one of the uh, yeah, the big super superhero that all the others uh yeah, acknowledge is the strongest, Ogre Man. Hmm. There's a neat character arc. Not by any stretch of you know the imagination, the most original, but it is good, positive character growth.
0: He was there to move the plot along. I'm completely fine with that. His story was as bland as his name. I'm not. Com- I have no complaints with him because he served his purpose.
1: Oh yeah, no, he did a good job with what he was given. Uh, the the role he was provided, he played it about as well as anyone could have. The only reason I'm not more enthusiastic about it is that it's. Not really a a role you can be enthusiastic about. You know, you're mm. not really here for Jiro Tanaka. You're here for Keith Kuman or Fukuokalibur or someone like that. Uh, in season two, sure, you might be coming in for him, but in season one, absolutely not.
0: We needed a stand in for the audience. We needed a new yes. guy.
1: Well, you needed a main character who actually had a face. None of the other heroes actually yeah. uh, take their suits off.
0: Otherwise, it would be. Difficult to portray I guess Unless it were a fly on the wall kind of thing Actually that would do really well This thing as well wouldn't it Like a fly on the wall, what we do in the shadows Kind of series Especially because it is real local heroes
1: That's that's an idea I've had brewing For ages that I really want to make But I just haven't yet Mm. One day He says having never made any progress towards it. So Fukuokalibur Caliber is another one I've mentioned before who I really like. Not the most obviously no matter how much I want to be a, a horrible hipster, Kiseki Man is the funniest. Um Fukuoka Caliber is pretty fun because he's just the most normal out of the lot, I guess. He's a, yeah. Uh, he's a swordsman who kind of represents Fukuoka as the Yeah. Uh, the incredibly subtle name would imply Honestly, the issue is is that I it's hard to get too much info about these things because it's all in Japanese. Because it's all local stuff. Mm. So I mean, they probably have some real, rich, deep lore to them. But I can't read Japanese, and I can't understand what they're saying in live um, live performances. So there's only so much I can I can glean from any of this. Yeah, I'm limited to um, limited to context cues and stuff like that. His clothes are apparently made out of a, a, tap- a local tapestry which is neat. Again, lots of local things that would go over my head if I hadn't read about them.
0: I quite like Fukuo Caliber. He is what I think of when someone says local hero. If you were to give me a a list of every one of the heroes in the show, because he has that kind of over-the-top-looking appearance, and the name is there, got little Fs on the side of uh, his helmet, and, yeah, it just feels like, okay, this is a thing. And especially because... In his episode, it has his old costume, which is obviously a lot cruder, it looks very homemade, and it just makes me feel like, yeah, there's some heart in this. This is a design that's had some love.
1: Yeah, I mean, none of them are particularly bad designs. In fact, I was looking through the evolution of some of them, and they all start out really rough, but then by the time Dog has come around, they've got really fantastic suits. That, that's one thing I wanted to mention, like, all these suits are really, really good the best one is you buy masks because that's just
0: oh I, yeah I those led eyes
1: want that suit so badly we'll talk about that a bit more when we talk about his character but none of these suits are bad like they're all shockingly good is this the power of corporate sponsorship <gasps> we've got to sell next up on our hero list is Yamashiron, who is three heroes in one technically but only the red one has control of it for most of it like every so often we'll see all the teams in their kind of toned down spandex power armor uh, and then they can also uh combine into uh, like a combined form i know that sounds redundant and stupid but that's just where my mind was going uh they represent a gas company the yamashiro gas company
0: i just don't see why this would yeah, be no. chosen for this series it's like I okay get it
1: uh, I'm not like, I'm not i I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't disagree. Is it a regional thing? No, I think it's let's let's see if it's real. I guarantee you the Yamashiro gas company is real. And this is this is the one I really get kind of where you're coming from with it. Because mm, a gas that, company mm. <laughs> what are they gonna promote? Fire safety?
0: I mean yes. they have their reasons to sell to sell certain things off. Like Um, With the one where they're split into three to help victims and make them curry. And they're like, oh yeah, we're helping to um, promote healthy eating habits and kids. It's like, okay, sure, because they're cooking with gas. That's how they sell it.
1: Yeah, no, Yamashiro Gas Company Limited is a real company. Figured it would be.
0: The corporate side of things is where my cynical Westerner personality kicks in. Especially because... In the way that it's portrayed, it doesn't even do anything in relation to that company. I mean, for Ogre Pharmacy, there's a little more, but for the gas company, it's like, no. Okay, no. he's the sales mascot for it. Um, takes one of the characters on a little tour around the building, not promoting anything. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm raising awareness of this. No, just I... standard mascot fare, but as a hero. Are you, and... are
1: you complaining?
0: No. And there's would, even would just you... that lack of um, Marvel-style self-piss-taking. At most, what does he do that's funny? He gives people his business card.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that recurring thing that he's the most polite corporate stooge ever and always insists <laughs> on trying to give people business cards. It's great. Like uh, when, when you get all the uh, the lads together from that particular sub-team, their finishing pose when when they're doing the roll call is you know, bowing politely like you've just met someone in a business meeting for the first time. Mm. It's a it's a fun kind of character quirk. It's, it's really fun. You just kind of have to, while I hate saying this, you just kind of have to stop thinking about that particular aspect of it too much. Just imagine this takes place in a world where big companies really are your friends. Yeah,
0: that's where a lot of the suspension of disbelief happens. You just have to be like, okay, fine, this is how it'd be. Not to say that I'm complaining about it at all. I'm in no way seeing these characters, but be- I'm not seeing any actual things I can complain about. It's just mm. culturally a bit jarring, I guess.
1: Okay, that's good. It kind of yeah makes us broaden our cultural horizons, I guess, and kind of reassess how we consume and interact with media.
0: Yeah, that's a very progressive way of putting it.
1: Bringing up the rear in our uh, little rundown of the heroes, at least our main core hero team, is the heavenly hero, Elbrave. I love him so much, the absolute manlet.
0: (laughs) You know what they say, the shorter the king, the taller the crown. Now, which region does he represent again? Because I know he's one of the regional Fukuoka ones.
1: Nakama City.
0: Ah, okay.
1: He works for the Hachihata Construction Company, apparently. Ah, That explains all those scenes based in the
0: construction company.
1: I'm not entirely sure how that has anything to do with being a a wrestler. Again, maybe this is just a cultural thing that we're completely missing out on. Maybe there's some deep lore to his character that they don't mention in Dog Engers. All I know is the short man does the funny.
0: Yeah, pretty much. He's your standard um, hot-headed character. Manlet. well the short <laughs> the, the the height difference helps i guess um especially just to emphasize how angry he is especially when in his uh character episode the enemy was that um plush rabbit thing
1: i am then so fa- angry <laughs> about that thing because how so okay look we For a while, we had this kind of idea, I mentioned a little bit of it earlier, of of a uh, potential um, kind of independent toku thing we could potentially make. And one of the ideas we had is something very similar to Uzaki from this, in that it's a stuffed, um, cute thing being puppeted very blatantly by someone's arm just off screen, and it Angers me that they did it first. I love
0: it. Yeah, I love the way that it I was executed,
1: especially yeah, so do because I. there was. That's why was... I'm angry, because they did it and they <laughs> did it well. And so, if I ever do get to make this thing, if I do that, I'm always anyone who's seen Dog Engine's is going to know that they did it first. Yeah, but yeah, I am enraged. <laughs> I am vexed even.
0: Ah, oh, man, and they just. I find the best villain for the short El Bravo is A massive a Doug, gimp. A Doug Jones-esque lanky stuntman wearing the rabbit's head.
1: It's crazy, you know, I mean, and the way they introduce him is, is weird as well. Like, um, El Brave is just kind of is in the gym locker room and then Uzagi comes in and, and El Brave says, Hey buddy, I think you got the wrong club, the latex club is two blocks down. <laughs> And, and, and then Uzagi says, Fukuoka, you. <laughs> Damn it, you did it. Yeah, I I'm... did it!
0: You I know knew what? I would.
1: I was working up to that. I was working up to that one again for the whole episode up until this point. I only do you this podcast to make these jokes. You can't spell Fukuoka
0: Damn it, you did it. I did it. I've only myself to blame for that. <laughs> Oh. But yeah, we can't really get much depth from these characters because we don't have the best access to the context. I, I mean, think how... what we'd need to do is go on a holiday to oh, Japan no, and sure. find out more about these local heroes.
1: Oh dear, I would hate that. No, please don't make me go to Japan. Oh <laughs> no.
0: To be honest, I'd spend most of it in Tokyo Disney Sea.
1: Of course you would. Yeah, no, the only mascot I care feet. about is Duffy. Duffy?
0: Duffy, okay, so okay, so normally with Disney theme parks, the mascots and stuff, the popular ones are Mickey Mouse and Company, isn't it? Oh in Japan, they have Duffy, a cute little bear dressed as a sailor.
1: hmm why?
0: because i don't I don't uh. really know that much, but for some reason, Duffy is very popular, and he's the mascot of the parks.
1: Duffy the Disney bear. I see.
0: Well, I'm sorry. I know that we didn't have our favourite Disney mascots. Um, in Uncle there. Ruckus. Uncle oh, Reim- damn it, Uncle <laughs> Raymond. Why did I say Uncle Ruckus? Oh, I'm... Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> I want Disney to buy the Boondocks.
1: Yeah, they probably have.
0: They own everything now.
1: Wait, hang on. No, um, Boondocks was Adult Swim. They don't own that one yet. Yet. Yes. Yet. Uh. Oh, blimey, where did we go? I made a boss of this gym joke, and then we just kind of went downhill. So to wrap up our our superheroes, um, Ogre Man is the kind of de facto overall leader of the group. You know him well. He's finally back from the depths of hell. No Donkey Kong. D.K. Konky (laughs) Dong.
0: Okay, so while... Uh, Yamashiron was an okay representation. It's like okay, that's a real company, but nothing was being heavily promoted. I find that Augerman feels a lot more egregious in its usage, especially because there's a promo for the. Um, I, I keep on forgetting the term used for you know the little the booklet, b- booklets. Yeah, just for keeping track of when to take your meds. Well,
1: maybe maybe they provided majority of the funding for it, I guess. I mean, it's a real company, apparently. Yeah, Ogre Pharmacy runs several drug stores and pharmacies throughout Fukuoka, Japan. In late September, the company revealed its new hero, Ogre Man. The hero works to provide pharmaceutical education.
0: The only Western equivalent I can think of is Twinkie the Kid. You know, a Twinkie in a cowboy hat. Is the that The mascot for raising awareness of,
1: yeah. What, of uh, juvenile diabetes?
0: I remember the first time I tried a Twinkie Our mate Jack um, bought some And it it tastes bizarre
1: Disappointment in America
0: It tastes like everything artificial And yet they sell you this as a cake filled with cream Hmm. It's not It's some strange thing filled with shortening It's sweet
1: I'll eat them if they're provided to me but it is.
0: It's not something that I would willingly go for. It's a novelty. It's like, you want to try a Twinkie? It comes from America. I'm like, okay, cool. Do I have to deep fry it and wrap it in bacon? Yes. You know what, it. I'll do that too sometime. It's a novelty.
1: I agree with you there. Ogre Man does seem to be a bit more blatant with his, oh, he's, he's super powerful. I mean, he's not bad. He's barely in it. Because apparently he's so powerful that he could just solve the plot immediately. <laughs> Funnily enough, though the voice actor who plays him also plays uh, Car Rangers Red Ranger.
0: Ooh,
1: yeah, I've heard and, that. Um, and got his some suit prominent actor ones. His suit actor played the same Red Ranger in suit, so yeah, that's pretty neat.
0: Oh damn!
1: Yeah, there's just not much to talk to about him. He's he gets more fun in the end when he's interacting with um, Jiro as rookie. Because uh, you know, Jira accidentally stands on his foot when he's trying to fight and stuff like that. And he has to walk him through the finishing move a couple of times. But as an actual personality. like he's, he's not... You're not watching him for the personality. You're watching him for how people react to him and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Now onto the villains. Yabai Kamen or Yabai Mask or the Masked Inconvenience, I guess. <laughs> um, he's fun. His suit is amazing. The best suit in the entire show. And this is a show with some pretty decent suits. I mean, the LEDs alone for the eyes just make it so cool. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I want that suit.
0: I have no complaints about the suit design for this series. It's yeah. phenomenal.
1: Shock. <clears throat> maybe maybe they were just able to put more money into making suits than anything else. You know, it's not like they have any um sets or anything like that. Maybe most of the budget went on these things.
0: Wasn't it a web series?
1: Uh yeah, I think it was on it was on YouTube for a while. It's on Nico Nico uh as well. Hmm. Nico Nico ni nee. Why? Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a... Damn man. <laughs> I can't, we can't do anything lest it turned into a song. I can't say leader of the bunch anymore.
1: Oh, just because the the DK rap is, you yeah. know, catchy. He has no style. He has no face. This Kong has no face. Uh, so yeah, yeah, by common he's um, you kind of stuck. They they kind of pulled from uh ineffective comic supervillain number seventy six and have kind of reworked him a little bit like. This this one, um his gimmick is that he's the boss is the CEO of a corporate supervillain thing. But they haven't gone too hard on it being corporate supervillains like they did in um in a Ranger. Hmm. Um I don't know, he's 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 not the most intimidating villain. None of them are particularly intimidating. I'm trying to work out why I enjoy watching him so much. He's just The villains
0: themselves are nothing to write home about though. You're not yeah. there for the backstory or the motives. You're just there to see them do stuff. You're just there to see them screw around and re- interact with the heroes. It's not yeah. about what things are going to be like. You're just there for the now.
1: Yeah, I, he's just, he's just fun to watch in the now. I guess is a good way of putting it to build up a build on what you were saying. He's just like there's a bit in the first episode where he powers up using the the power of unpaid overtime, and his attack name is only my railgun. he's he's just funny to watch i have no idea what his motivation is beyond takeover fukuoka and i don't think i need to he's he's just fun the next uh biggest uh, villain beyond him is i doll who funnily enough was actually direct um designed by akira Amamiya from studio trigger
0: fill me in a little more on that please
1: uh let's just scroll down and see what he's done he was he did key animation in Blend S.
0: This means nothing to me.
1: I know, I was being facetious. He um, <laughs> Key animation in Fooly Cooly, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Gai ah, King, okay. Gundam Build Fighters Try. So he's a key animator on a lot of things. Uh, has he directed anything? The storyboard too? Oh, <clears> perfect. He directed Inferno Cop. now assistant director on Kill la Kill for episode 23. I don't remember which one that was. Key Animation and Storyboards and Little Witch Academia, that's really good. Mini Ranger, if you watch Little Witch Academia, it's really fun. <laughs> one Punch Man, yeah, just, just Key Animation, it looks like, mostly. God damn it. I knew I recognized the name. He was the director of Gridman. I should have known that.
0: <laughs> oh Aww.
1: I know. I'm disappointed in me too.
0: Curse your memory.
1: Yeah. In in my defense, um, Japanese names don't occupy the same space in my brain as as Western names because they're not what I'm used to. So please go easy on me.
0: Now, if he were Steve, you'd remember Steve. Steve who directed Gridman.
1: Yes, Gridman Steve. Good guy.
0: Or if his name started with Screaming Mad. What
1: the hell is Toei Robot Girls?
0: I don't know, but I'm too terrified, and this will end up as part of a rabbit hole we do not want to go down.
1: Whatever he did, he was the um, key animation in it, just for a change of pace.
0: Um, ah, just a lot of key animation. Gotta get those keyframes in.
1: Uh, pilot film streamed on the anime studio Toei Animation's website. The female leads in the film addresses various famous robots in Toei's anime catalogue. The girls are personifications of robots in the Guy King. Um... Ma- don't know these ones newly added characters from the anime planet blah blah, blah 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 this sounds so unappealing to me
0: cool let's not do an episode on it
1: yeah that's not let's pretend we didn't unless oh my- we did
0: one on unremarkable animes we're not too keen on doing but we thought if we did them together it would be me some sort one of novelty minute. this
1: was one minute <laughs> long
0: <coughs> per series
1: no no this is it. It's the whole thing. One episode, one minute long.
0: What? Wow. Yeah. Where would we, we... fit the tangents in, though?
1: I, I don't know. We. I... How can I make I, Deep space I, I don't, nine references I don't know. in one minute? We'll find a way. Okay, look, we'll we'll work it out. We've done worse. We did. We did episodes on bloody young Gary.
0: True, we've survived that. We can survive
1: that, that, we can survive anything. We're strong together, okay? Mm. Hmm. See, Idol, uh, she actually has stuff to do in like the last three episodes. Before then, she's just the token Sun Dede for the villain team. Actually, wait, no, there's no Dede, she's all Sun.
0: Yeah. I did did quite dig that character design. It was fairly simplistic, but they had the weird hair things on hinges. That was
1: neat. Yeah, it looked cool. It It looked like... Well, those hair things are going to bob about anyway, so you may as well make them intentionally bob about so it doesn't look awkward.
0: All I can say, I don't really care much about the villains themselves, but their designs are solid. It all looks fine. I mean, it reminds me a bit of um, Sun Red at times.
1: I love Sun Red.
0: Even the small... um, Annoying plush bunny thing reminds of me of one of the characters in Sunred.
1: Don't want to watch Sunred now. Screw the podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is it now a recurring theme of us just giving up midway through?
1: <laughs> well, there's only so much we can say about this. Like, It's fine. We don't get the full context of it. Uh, everything's fun. Go watch it. There. That, that's our podcast. Oh, damn it. I can't do that joke anymore. I overkilled it. <laughs> God damn it. I've got like three jokes. I'm a hack. Yeah, veering back on course to idol. Uh, she's fine, uh, she's really the only villain to have any kind of thing to her, Like apparently she's uh, two toys that Jiro and Yuki used to play with as kids, I don't, I don't fully get it.
0: There is not enough context for it, it confuses me more than if I were to watch Gridman without, well, SSSS Gridman without watching the first. It's 12 episodes, it gets the story across snappily, but it ultimately feels quite shallow. There's no real investment in this kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I might, I might be completely misinterpreting it, I do not know, but, you know, it's not like it's the main crux of the show, so we can live without it.
0: It just felt like it needed to be there. You know how in every Toku series there's yeah. that kind of twist where a villain is actually something good?
1: Well, look, they got um, someone from Trigger to design two characters. They may as well do something with them, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert, Idol is two people, I guess. I don't know. There's, like, the villain one, and one looks like a schoolgirl. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. She's fun.
0: Mostly because of the slapstick involving yeah. beating the crap out of uh, Yabai yeah, Uh
1: Beyond that, the, the villains are pretty one-note and... Aren't really distinct. There's Shabari Man or Talky Man, who's like a uh, the PR chief, and uh, is, I quite just... liked
0: his. Uh, aesthetic. Oh, I like him. I, Had the funky I shoulder speaker things. And... I don't dislike
1: yeah. any of these things. He, he's fun. He does the um, the narration and stuff like that. It's a neat idea. It's neat having one of the villains do the narration throughout it. There's Maid Butler, who's a maid and a butler.
0: Butler in the front, maid in the back.
1: Uh, there's a weird kind of goat motif. And then like weird spider eyes on the lapel, which no one ever mentions. No one makes any kind of goat no, motif.
0: Is that why Kita man was making goat jokes to piss him off?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, maid Butler. That went butler completely me. over my head. Well, no, is they've got a um like a belt buckle as a made thing on, and then they've got like ram horns and stuff like that.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Maybe Fukuoka is known for its goat industry. Do they have goats? <laughs>
0: If so, then why was there no one from the local goat concern represented as a hero?
1: Ah, true. Maybe the goat union is uh, 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 public nuisances, and so they're being demonized in this TV show. There's Shurao Maru, who's like a ninja samurai. Again, All of these as- characters are yeah. just
0: badly fleshed out sentai characters. They're good for what they are. I mean, sure, they'd probably be more interesting if it were a larger series, but they just do their task. It's like, okay, we've got this one villain with this special ability. He's a swordsman who can possess people.
1: Yeah, beyond the main two, like, none of the villains get any kind of real focus. <clears throat> uh, You've got the two furries who are really fun, Gulf and Gallia. They're oh, really the fun.
0: wolf ones, yes.
1: With, with their, their, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, rich, famous assholes have them. Entourage.
0: Entourage
1: um, you got an entourage of f- other furries who wear those like mm. fur hat thi- things you can get from well the it's topic. not that's
0: not necessarily a wholly furry thing. it's like one of those it's a jackets with a hood it's all made out of fur with wolf ears on
1: you tell me furries don't wear them
0: well, for this it's a bunch of it's a bunch of buff guys or street thugs. I don't think they're directly saying you're being mugged by furries.
1: I've played Yakuza, all right. I know what street thugs can be into sometimes. You know, <laughs> I was playing Yakuza Two. One of these bosses I was fighting turns out he's into adult baby stuff. I got to beat him up. the The emotional kind of core of that mission was learning that it was when the the uh, that Yakuza boss learned that his his men didn't actually enjoy doing it with him, and that he should probably stop forcing his lifestyle on them. This is a real mission I did.
0: The Akazu games sure are some, something, aren't they?
1: Oh, they're a goddamn gift. Yeah, no. Um, my favorite villains are probably Gulf and Galia. They barely get any focus, but them and their little ragtag group of street toughs are really fun to watch whenever they're on screen because they just want to have a good time. Like, there's this oh yeah. Bit, there's this bit where, um, in that date episode you were talking about, where you could he's they cut across in the um in the fair. Uh, the, the amusement park. Oh, there. yeah. And they're just having a good old time on in the, in the teacup ride.
0: <laughs> I remember that.
1: It's just really They're just to going around. Like that.
0: They're completely unrelated to anything else. Even after the enemies defeated in the end, they're just still going around doing their street gang thing.
1: Well, look, when you're a wolf monster, how many marketable skills can you really have, you know?
0: Hmm. You got me there.
1: Unfortunately, the villains aren't really much to talk about. I mean, so much of the episodes are focused on character interactions with the heroes. So there's not really much time between that and the fight scenes to have time with the villains beyond you know what you kind of have to have. I've got to say, all in all, it's shocking that it's as good and as fun as it is. The production values are incredibly decent. Like they've, I can't imagine they had a particularly big budget, but you know they've worked with what they had and they've made something really engaging to watch not exactly groundbreaking or anything like that, but it's just a fun old time.
0: Oh, yeah. It looks very much like a larger budget production. It is so well made.
1: Again, I'm 100% convinced that most of the budget went into making suits. If they weren't made already, they probably... Again, the... it's hard to get into local hero stuff because there isn't that much you can see as a, as a Westerner. Mm. Like, Yeah, sure, I could probably find footage on um, Nico Nico or YouTube. I'm not going to understand any of that, though. It'll be neat to watch it, but I'm not going to be able to engage with it if I can't tell what they're talking about.
0: I'm still assuming that a lot of the funding came from the organisations that the heroes came from.
1: It has to have done. It has to have done.
0: It it makes me want to buy (laughs) Fukuoka's equivalent of Strickland propane. You know, well, if i need, if I need to light up a gas grill and I'm in Japan, I'm gonna buy that brand.
1: I always want one of those little uh, medication booklets.
0: <laughs> That'd be a nice souvenir. Be one of those things I would, I dunno, maybe show to a colleague at work and would be like, "What the hell is this?"
1: I mean, I'd never write in it, obviously. Hmm. Dip it in resin and preserve it perfectly for the ages.
0: <laughs> uh, so that uh, millennia from now, people will find it among the. Tattered Remains of Civilization and worship it as book. their new Bible. They will pray with breakfast, lunch and dinner, and then they will take their holy suppositories.
1: <laughs> See, Honestly, that's really all there is to dog Engines. It's just fun. There's... There's not much else, there's no real... Deeper meaning other than be yourself and... Uh, be yourself.
0: For a show that's all about mascots and situations doing funny things, it does that exceptionally well.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not trying to be dismissive or anything like that. It anything that sets out to achieve something and does so so well is good in my book, no matter how limited or shallow what it's set out to achieve is. We shouldn't say that this is particularly shallow or anything like that. It's just not. It's not trying to be anything particularly deep, and so it isn't. It's just some good wholesome fun for twelve episodes.
0: I think as part of our discussion on this, we're staying entirely within our understanding of the context. Yes. We're yes. only making a little bit of a guesswork on it. Like, we're trying to understand what we can from a Western perspective.
1: That is an important thing to keep in mind, too. Like, we, we're going off of basically just context clues here, you know?
0: Hmm. We are outsiders looking in. So we can't... Like, this is definitely not made for us.
1: Oh yeah, like I said, like there, there's no even... There's barely a hint that it's got anything to do with Fukuoka and tourism or anything like that, you know? Mm. So it's clearly not for us, and it probably isn't even for people outside of Fukuoka. It's just for people there who liked the individual members of the Dogenches. Oh, yeah. Which is fine, you know? It's not a complaint. It's not even a, um, you know, nitpick. It is it is what it is. It After simply is. demographics. Pretty much all I've got for it, really. How about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the series. I really liked the characters. It was funny. There were a lot of visual gags that made me chuckle. And frankly, yeah, I'm probably going to follow uh, Keita Kuman on Twitter.
1: And you should too. And you should also probably follow us on Twitter first.
0: Yes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Now, if you're living Obi in fans. current year and this podcast isn't very... um. Yeah, this isn't currently a dated reference with all the plagues we've been having. I'm a little slow on the YouTube uploads because I'm back at work. And it turns out rendering video is pretty damn system intensive. And the problem is I tend to work in IT and so I can't really do anything during the week. But I'll try and catch up with it. There are going to be weekly uploads of the episodes until we get back up to speed. Then it'll be once every two weeks or whenever I can pull myself out of the bed when the cat's lying on me.
1: However, we're all on. Wait, well, hang on. I was about to say we're on Spotify and SoundCloud. Yeah, but there, Spotify and SoundCloud. To this, if they're listening, maybe to some this other platforms ordering, as well. No. Yeah. Um, as per my last episode, little uh, apology there. I've been posting more consistently on social media, and none of you have been interacting with me. So I can only conclude that you all hate me. As well, you should. Oh, don't
0: worry. I'll create a few alts just to um, I don't know, have flame wars with.
1: Thanks, bro. You're welcome. Have you seen that meme? It's like, um, where were you when my meme only got 4 likes? Making 4 accounts, bro. <laughs> 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 and anyway, here, this is our episode on Dagengers. Um, it was good. I hope you enjoyed it. Go watch the show and uh take your meds and go to sleep.